0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Panda Podcast. I'm your host, YL. Each week on the Panda Podcast, we're going to dissect the Tao Te Ching, examining one of its 81 verses from a different perspective, connecting the wisdom shared by Lao Tzu thousands of years ago to life today. In today's episode, I'm going to be analyzing the very first verse of the Tao Te Ching, in which Lao Tzu introduces us to what the Tao is. The Dada Ching is an ancient text so full of knowledge and mystery that scholars all over the world are drawn into its traps and dedicate their whole lives to its 81 verses. Just what exactly is the Tao? And why should we care? Since this is the first episode, I'm going to give a brief introduction. I have been fascinated with the Tao Te Ching as long as I can remember. I believe that the ideas and knowledge shared by Lao in this ancient text is universal. Anyone can understand the Tao Te Ching and find a deep connection to its contents, regardless of age, gender, or religion. But what exactly makes this podcast different from the other podcasts out there that are analyzing the Tao Te Ching? Well, on the Panda Podcast, we are not going to have a strict agenda. I may not explain every single verse, I may explain verses out of order, where or I may even come back and re-examine some verses. As I have grown and gone through life, the experiences I have gained gave me a different perspective on many of the topics in the Tao Te Ching. On the other hand, there are some verses in the Tao Te Ching that I still can never seem to really grasp on a deep level, and in turn, I don't feel comfortable giving my views on something I can't even quite understand myself. I'm not going to translate each line of the Tao Ching word for word either as no translation can do the original text any justice. The original Tao Ching was written on bamboo shoots held together by string. Sometimes the strings would break and the shoots would have to be repaired, a process that came undoubtedly with human error. Holmes Welch was a Harvard educated scholar who specialized in Buddhism and Taoism. Welch famously notes that classical Chinese, the language in which the original Tao Te Ching was written in, is a written language that, quote, has no active or passive, no singular or plural, no case, no person, no tense, no mood, end quote. Because of this, even modern day scholars in China have trouble interpreting the original text of the Tao Te Ching. They can't really agree on where to place commas and punctuation marks, and periodically, certain phrases have to be rearranged in an effort to correct any error that may have occurred during repair. By not giving a nitpicking translation, I believe that I can better analyze the overall meaning and impression that Laozi intended to share. The Tao Te Ching is one of the most important pieces of Chinese philosophy, but as I became more familiar with this text, I started to feel that the Tao Te Ching could be understood as a methodology. A methodology in broad terms is something that is comprised of the theoretical analysis of methods and principles in a field of study. It is not set out to provide a solution and is therefore not the exact same thing as a method, but it instead aims to understand how to approach a specific problem. The aim of the Tao Te Ching is to tell you about the power of the Tao teach you how to harness and experience this very abstract concept, but at the same time, it emphasizes how not to become engrossed in chasing after this entity. In the very first verse of the Te Ching, Lao Tzu points out that the word Tao, which translates literally to the way, was just the name that he chose simply out of convenience, because no word could completely encompass the entity that it would have been named after. By giving this entity the name Tao, Lao Tzu would have something to refer to, simplifying his teaching process. In other words, Lao Tzu had to give this "quote-unquote" thing a name, and in the Tao Te Ching, he refers to it as the Tao. If the Tao could be named, it would not be the Tao. The Tao is everywhere. There is no one place where you will fail to find its existence. It is found in the operation of every living and non-living being. No human can define what it is, otherwise it would not be the Tao. But every human can learn to feel its presence, because the Tao commands every breath you take as well as your every heartbeat. All of this may sound abstract, and that is because it is. Laozi makes it clear from the very first verse that he does not intend to teach you what the Tao is. But he will guide you through what the Tao is not. In every verse hereafter, Laozi will repeatedly place an emphasis on elucidating what the Tao does not encompass, leading you towards living a life just a little closer to the edge of Tao. When you finally know what someone that understands the Tao will not do or say, when you finally let go of the boundaries and pride that society, after thousands of years of evolution, has placed on you, and when you ultimately cleanse your soul of all pre existing prejudice, you will be able to live the life that was meant for humans. This was Laozi's goal. This still is Laozi's goal. The Tao Te Ching is Laozi's gift to us, because when every human in society lives like this, just imagine what the world would be like. And this should be our goal as well living our lives every day in the way Laozi outlines in the Tao Te Ching a goal that will never have a finite end. You don't have to be a scholar or a philosopher to really understand and feel the Tao. Being able to find peace with yourself while immersed in an ever-changing society with infinite burning flames, and to borrow a Buddhist term, being able to find Nirvana in fire, that is the highest realm, the most supreme state. To summarize today's episode in just a few words, in the first verse of the Tao Te Ching, Lao tells us that the Tao cannot be named by any word that humans have created, but he will guide us towards the Tao through a series of subtraction. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the Panda Podcast, and come back soon for episode two, where we will discuss the second verse of the Tao Te Ching.